And now, the top five reasons why the Sleeping With Sirens show was canceled. Here's Ian. Thank you, Ian. Here we go. Top five reasons why the Sleeping With Sirens show was canceled. Number five, the venue changed to 18 plus. <laughs> Number four, not enough product or skinny jeans left in Philly. Number three, they lost their Taylor Swift walk-on music. <laughs> One, two, two. All those pesky instruments were cluttering the stage. <laughs> and number one, because with every ticket, you get a free copy of Gossip. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. My name is Dave. Dave, welcome back. It has been a very tough week for me. I'm actually very glad to be doing this show because this is the first day that I've actually been able to talk reasonably. <laughs> you, you over the dentist now or what? No, not even close. I mean, some people some people might have saw it on social media, but I had oral surgery last week. Surprise oral surgery. Surprise, yes. I had made yeah. I had made the appointment like a year and a half ago <laughs> and completely forgotten. And then I was like, shit, well, I guess I can't push this off. And the guy was like, Oh yeah, you'll be sore for like two days. No, 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 no. I'm still sore a week later. And yesterday was when I started to really talk again. So it has oh been an gosh. ordeal. I still have not had any solid food. Oh, yeah, it's rough. It <laughs> is rough. But what I'm going to say right now is if you hear me fuck up any words, if I you know mess something up, it's definitely due to what's going on with that and nothing else. Of course, I never make mistakes. So it's got to be that. This is one of these appointments you made like forever ago. Then you just thought, hey, I'll pay it someday. I'll just forget about it. One of those things like like that day will never come type of thing. Yeah, because <laughs> when do you think you'll it ever came. have to do it? Yeah, it did. And it was way worse than anyone has ever told me. But then I started talking to some people that had the same procedure done. And they were like, yeah, that's one of the worst ones you can ever have. <laughs> so that is why it is taking a while. But I am really, really glad to be back talking and being able to do the show. So at least there's that. I mean, I'm sure some people are pissed that I'm back and talking. But in general, hopefully <laughs> other people are happy. Yeah, we're happy you're back. That's for sure. Uh, no more surprise dental visits for a while. Unless, did you schedule another one? Or Yeah, they have to take out all the sutures and stuff. 
<laughs> okay. But hey, enough about me. What were you up to this week, Dave? Uh, this week, I um, listened to some music, uh, raced dirt bikes over the weekend. That's kind of what I do. Nice. On the weekends, camp, um, me and my girlfriend, we go out, um, be gone all weekend, basically. Uh, this weekend was a two-day event, so I was super tired last night. Still pretty tired. <laughs> and getting mad at my fantasy football team. All three teams I'm furious with. Oh. I, I regret it every time, so. Literally, I stopped probably two or three years ago, and it was the best decision I've ever made. I need to make that decision. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I don't know, maybe music people out there are going, why the fuck are they talking about this? But I think enough people in the demographic probably play fantasy. I won. Like, I used to win. I used to make some money and everything. But the amount of time you put in, like, it's not even oh worth my gosh. it. No, it's not. Well, let me ask you this. Did you get to win anything in your race? Any wins, anything like that? I won, so that was cool. Bam. Uh, didn't win my fantasy league. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, oh well. At least I won something. That is very true. Well, congrats, man. Thanks. All right, well, look. It is time to get to some music. I'm sure people don't care about my teeth and everything going on inside of my mouth, even though I'm sure plenty of people can make jokes right there if they wanted to. We'll move <laughs> on and we'll get to actual news. So what about the AP thing you promised us? Oh, man, Dave, I'd love to talk about it, but we really got to get to news, man. All right. It still hurts the headbang a little bit. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> well, look, guys, it is scene news time, and we're starting off with one of the greatest rivalries of our time, Marilyn Manson versus Justin Bieber. Dave, what side are you choosing? Oh, oh, I will take the Manson side on this one. Oh, because I don't have one hundred and ninety-five dollars for the Bieber ripoff T-shirt. Let me tell you. I had it, and I spent it, and now I've got oh. a closet full of shirts. <laughs> Look, first of all, I've only heard of the store Barney's in, like, movies. That's yeah. the only time. I've never been by it. I don't really know what they do. So I had no idea that they had taken that Manson shirt, that classic Manson shirt that everyone in high school had, and put Justin Bieber's name on the back of it, and sold it for what, 190 or 195? 195. What the fuck? <laughs> I, <laughs> look, I mean, hey. What a deal. Exactly. It's exactly what I was thinking. We should just buy all those shirts from Hot Topic and then just write Justin Bieber on the back. We could. Instant success. Look yeah, at that. We can sell them. What do you what do you want to put a, put a price on this for? 150? Yeah, everything <laughs> I own. Everything <laughs> I own. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess now that Manson has his new album coming out in October, he's loosened his lips a little bit about Justin Bieber because obviously this is very good promotion and publicity for his new album. Yeah, um, he mentioned something about how small Bieber is compared to him and he doesn't want to start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have seen Bieber on TV so I do know he does look shorter than most people. Plus, I'm pretty sure Manson isn't really small either. No, he can't. No, he looks giant. Yeah, I mean, and that's without the stilts. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. I've been a fan of Manson for forever. 
I don't care that he's doing this. He's very smart. He's using his publicity the way that he can. I, I mean, I'm sure they're friends. I'm sure this is all fake. Yeah, they're selling both both shirts right now. You can go to Hot Topic. You can buy the one for, I think they said like 19 bucks, or you go to Barney's and buy the other one. But apparently, at least from what Manson said, he's getting all the profits from the $195 one. Yeah, it's a win-win. Yeah, like he's raking in. Not that he needs money, I'm sure, but still. No. But look, I'm looking forward to that album. I still have not heard a Justin Bieber song. No. (laughs) Nope. I've only heard covers. Ah, thank you. That is what I've been waiting for in a co-host. Thank you so much. Yeah, there it is. You send me the Taylor Swift song, and you send me Justin Bieber songs. What more could you ask for? Exactly. You're the total package. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to another internet beef, I guess. Carnifex versus virgin trains doesn't even sound right it doesn't sound right originally (laughs) i thought one of two things one is virgin trains is a fucking great band name i wish i could check them out and second of all is it something way dirtier than i originally thought yeah that's what i thought i thought it was a band at first and i was really thrown back by what it really was (laughs) um (laughs) well it turns out to be even dirtier than we both imagined because it's a commercial for Virgin Trains. So, you know, there's Virgin Airlines. There's also Virgin Trains. And in order to show why you would want to take a train over driving, they would show all these horrible things happening to a woman while she was driving with Carnifex music in the background. And then all these great things happening and a very easy trip when she takes the Virgin Trains with fucking Spandau Ballet behind her for that one. (laughs) First of all, I would think that even normal people, so I'm going to separate metalheads from normal people. I'm going to separate us from normal people right now and say that I would think that even normal people don't like Spandau Ballet. Oh, there's no way. But apparently (laughs) they do because that's the way they want to do it. I thought the commercial itself, and you can go online and you can check it out. There's a weird rule that you can't play commercials on shows, so I can't actually play that right now, but you can check it out if you want to. The editing in it is really, really bad. Oh, my gosh. It, this thing was edited with a potato. This is yeah. horrible. <laughs> I mean, have some precise cuts. Have a little bleed into the music. Like, do something. But they just couldn't do it correctly whatsoever. So it looks bad on the company anyways. But what I did like was Carnifex saying, hey, this is the closest to mainstream that we're ever going to get. We just wish we were getting some money from it. Oh, yeah. They, they should have. I would think that they would have a case to do it. Like when I had my Ian Hates conversations with Mishko from 10 and 8 Management, he was talking about, you know, royalty checks from using people's music and a TV commercial or on a TV show or something like that. I think they have to pay them. Yeah, you'd think so, especially the way they used it. They use it in like a negative way. Yeah, very negative way. Even though, sure, I wouldn't want all those bad things to happen to me. But I would much rather have their music on in the background of my life than Spandau fucking ballet. Yeah, yeah. What a weird fucking name that is, too. Yeah, I don't even want to, I can't even say it. I can't spell it. I know that. I tried <laughs> no. to put it in Google and it told me, were you looking for this? I was like, whatever. Sure. <laughs> Next up, in a pretty short story right here, Phineas has announced that they have signed with Solid State Records. That's good. Uh, a few bands will be going there, so that's, that's good for that label. Yeah, they need to build up a little bit. They do have a really good base, but they need to start Mm -hmm. bringing people in, and this seems to be one of those first steps. 
Yeah, they have a really, really good uh, YouTube channel following too, which is which helps them a whole bunch. Oh, sure. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Yep. Next up in Fallout Boy news, <laughs> Fallout Boy, Fallout Boy has announced a brand new charity fund to give back to the city of Chicago. So look, we make fun of Fallout Boy. We'll make fun of him a little bit later on in the show as well. But I am not going to shy away from talking about good things that they do. Yeah, especially after the Hurricane Harvey. Then they're doing this. They're giving, providing 20,000 elementary kids in Chicago with like food education. So I'd imagine just informing them of like the right and wrong things to eat. And hopefully some of that food too. I would hope. I hope so. I could. I was trying to like read through that, and they did not word that. Like I, I was really confused by that article. And that's a possibility too. Sometimes when people do charity donations, it's not even exactly what you think it actually is. So hopefully yeah. this does help, but maybe it's not in the same way as we would think it would be. Yeah. Either way, they're helping a little with something, which is good to see. Yeah. And look, Chicago needs a lot of help. Yes, they do. Yeah. So you know whether this is exactly where they need that help. Who knows, but at least it is help. Yep. Now switching gears almost completely, it turns out the microphones used in the recording sessions for Nirvana's In Utero album are being auctioned off by Steve Albini or Albini. Oh, yeah. They're doing that in just three days now. So I'm curious to know what that goes for. I don't have a ballpark guess of what that would sell. I think by the time this episode comes out, it might be the exact day it starts. All right. Any guesses? It's September 21st. Um, I'm going to go, it's two microphones. If they split it up one and one, I think one microphone could go for, you know, I'm going to say $140,000. Oh, that's a pretty solid one. Oh. What were you thinking? I'm going to go, I'm going to go, you're saying to all together? I, no, one? no, I'm saying one microphone. So I'm saying if they split okay. it up. One microphone is 140,000. I'm not going to necessarily double it if it's two. If it's two, I'm going to say probably 200 grand. All right. Yeah. What about you? I'm going to go 225. All right. No more, no less. When this is all done, we'll check the prices right rules and we'll see who can't go over. That's right. And I think (laughs) that's why you might be a little over, I think. I don't know. I'm being a little conservative. (laughs) You should have said one (laughs) dollar. One (laughs) dollar. I would absolutely love to have those microphones. Uh, just count up some change now. Hey, guys. Go to patreon.com slash Ian Hates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old school Nirvana fan. I love everything they did. That's one of the bands that changed my life, that got me into the music that I listen to today. So it would be amazing. I kind of wish that they could keep those microphones in the studio and just let people use them like i think that'd be really cool because that's what it seems to be the guy was looking through like old pictures and found them and was like oh shit let me offer these to the remaining members of nirvana they said hey it's okay do whatever you want with them that's why he's auctioning them off but it would be kind of cool if they could just keep them in circulation there because you got to think Think of all the major studios that are still around and the amazing albums that have been produced there. All of these artists using certain mics, like you just don't even know. You could be using a mic of any legend. You just have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, hopefully that goes in the right hands. I doubt it will, but... Yeah, it would be, be really cool. nice if it was like a yeah. super fan, but uh-huh. 
a lot of times super fans don't have that kind of money. No. So once again, I'll probably go to some super rich asshole. All right. Do you think this a next bet? Do you think the super rich asshole will be in the United States? Uh, I'm gonna say yes. All right. I'm gonna say yes just because I think even though Nirvana had probably worldwide appeal, yeah, it's a bigger deal here in the states. All right. I think it'd be the same as like, and I know some people might get pissed at me for comparing them, but I think it's the same as if if you were in England. And someone found microphones from the Beatles. Yeah. I think someone sure. in England would probably, especially Liverpool, would want to buy those microphones compared to someone here in the States. I'd imagine. <laughs> but maybe there's no nationalism when it even comes to this stuff. I don't know. But I would just guess. I would guess the States. Yeah. It'd be a good guess, I'd say. It would be awesome to be able to afford something like this. Obviously, I think, to me anyways, it is a piece of history. But, hey, we have a bet going now, so... We'll have to see what happens when they're all done. Yep, we'll see what happens. The 21st. 21st, I think to the 24th? Yeah. There we go. Another quick announcement. Zayo, or Zayo, announces they are having a new EP that's coming out in, I believe, is it October? Yes. It's called, is it Pyric Victory? (laughs) I don't know. I tried. (laughs) P-Y-R-R-H-I-C. Pyric Victory, yeah. It's a five-song EP, and it should be out. Oh, it's November 3rd, not October. November, okay, it's October. But I think back when Jackson was on the show, I think we announced this already. This is one of those bands that loves to put EPs out, like all the time. Oh, boy. So I'm a fan of their music. They're normally Mm -hmm. pretty hard-hitting. So we'll see what this is like. Obviously, we will talk about it on the show. These are a little quick. Plus, my mouth hurts a little bit, (laughs) so we're still... Running through these, we still got plenty of show to go. Plenty more. Next up, in Rammstein news, it turns out that their next album may be their last, but they are working on a new album coming up soon. So I am happy to hear that they're working on new music. I'm really not surprised, though, that this might be their last album. No, that's not surprising at all. When was their their last album before this? Their last album was in 2009. Okay, so yeah, they want to go out with one more and announce that it's the last one, not just end on a stale note. Plus, they do so much when they tour that I'm not surprised that it's probably taken a toll on them. Have you seen them before? Oh, yes, I have. It's still my favorite concert of all time. Oh, of all time. Yeah, I think I've seen them three times. All right. Yeah, they are absolutely amazing. If anyone has the chance to see them live, you have to go. They are one of those bands that you probably should travel for. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's how damn good they are. I will never say a bad thing about them. They are amazing, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing that Blu-ray with the whole tour experience thing, because that's supposed Mm -hmm. to be amazing as well. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, they're way more than Duhas for anyone that knows. I mean, look, I know Uh it's in the opening. Yeah. But that's just because it says hate. But they are so much more than that song. People really should give them a chance. And they're really nice guys. They put on an amazing show. And I just can't say enough good things about them. I'll be sure to check them out. Have you never listened to any Rammstein except for Duhas? Never. Holy shit. All right, well, look. Last week week was Bayside. This week's Rammstein. (laughs) Yeah. You send me Justin Bieber. And I will send you Rammstein stuff, all right? Deal. That's the worst deal in history. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
We got two more stories for everyone. First one is Supergroup Speak the Truth. Everyone in Finch except for Nate. Yeah. And then Buddy from Senses Fail. We have played a couple of their tracks, actually. I think we even talked about their very small EP that they put out. It turns out their entire album is done. And in order to put it out, they're doing it through Pledge Music. So if you go to Pledge Music, look up Speak the Truth, and there you can pledge for lots of different stuff. I mean, they even have the shirt that Buddy wore in the music video. You can buy that for like 350 bucks. That's really cool they do that. This is unique, special things that you can get from the band. I'm probably going to do it. I'm just trying to decide which thing I want and if I have enough money to do the thing that I really want. Yeah, I've seen a couple bands do this. Um, I'm always interested in buying some like autograph stuff to hang up or flags or merch, anything. Yeah, I like unique things. Definitely. And on that note, friend of the show, One-Eyed Doll, just the other day announced their brand new EP, Something Wicked, and that's coming out September 22nd. So by the time this comes out, that might almost be out. Yeah, we'll be listening to it ready for the next show. Anything Kimberly Freeman tells me to do, I do. When I saw that announcement and they said pre-orders are here, I went and bought near the highest bundle I could. I can't help it. I have to have everything that they do. It's just, it's something I need. So hopefully we'll be able to share some music from that next show. But just for now, One-Eyed Doll, brand new EP, Something Wicked, Go out and get it. Support this band. They, they're they do-it-yourself. They're all independent, and they do such a fucking awesome job. So there you go. Yeah, and in related news, um, what about that alt-press guy again? You know what, Dave? I've been thinking of the best way to put that out there for everyone, and I think the best way to do it is to wait until the next segment. So let's get to new songs. All right, everyone, it is new song time. And tonight we're starting with Our Last Night, who just did a cover of Taylor Swift, Look What You Made Me Do. They definitely made the song listenable, but there's nothing you can do about the lyrics. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have Moonfall with Lost. The upcoming EP is titled Empty Cage and it will be available on September 17th. Now we have Kanukulpuk with Double Helix. Their new album, Shapeshifter, comes out October 13th on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. (laughs) 
Looks like the story so far is back, and they've got a new track called Out of It. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have Veil of Maya, Overthrow. The new album, False Idol, comes out October 20th on Sumerian Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Guar with El Presidente. The new album, The Blood of Gods, comes out October 20th on Metal Blade Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have another single from Circus Survive. This one's called Premonition of the Hex. The album The Amulet comes out September 22nd on Hopeless Records. Here we go. Now, I didn't think we were ever going to do this again, but I'm going to play the brand new Fallout Boy, the last of the real ones, the uh, new album Mania, maybe, <laughs> comes out January 19th, 2018. So there's still a fuck ton of time before this comes out. This is on DCD2 slash Island Records. And the reason why I'm playing this is because it at least is much better than the previous singles, which means maybe by throwing out their old material, maybe they're going in a better direction. And I say better as in better than garbage. So here it is, the last of the real ones. Oh, yeah. 
Next up, we have Threat Signal, Exit the Matrix. The new album, Disconnect, comes out November 10th on Agonia Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from August Burns Red. It's called The Frost. The new album Phantom Anthem comes out October 6th on Fearless Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the returning Lionheart with Trial by Fire. The new album, Welcome to the West Coast 2, comes out November 10th on Fast Break Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have the relentless Me Against the Devil from the motion picture American Satan, which comes out in theaters Friday, October 13th. Ooh. Next up, My Children, My Bride, Act 1, Elysium 77. This features Telly Smith of The Word Alive. The album Vicious World comes out October 13th on E1 slash Good Fight Music. Let's take a listen. We don't 
Now we have Cradle of Filth, achingly beautiful, the new album, Cryptoriana, the seductiveness of decay. Still, that title, man, that title. It comes out September 22nd on Nuclear Blast Records. Let's take a listen. Next is one of my favorites. It's My Ticket Home with Hyper Real. The new album Unreal comes out October 6th on Spine Farm Records. Let's take a listen. Now, guess what? Outline and Color are back, and they have three brand new tracks. The Chase Scene, Year 8, and Three Knee Deep. They're back with their original clean vocalist Grimes, and I'm just going to play a little bit from Three Knee Deep. Enjoy. Now we've got Rome with Alive, the new album Great Heights and Nosedives, comes out October 13th on Hopeless Records. Let's take a listen. And last, we have West Hand with Eversleep. This features Mark from Vesta Collide. Not exactly sure on any EP or album details at this time, but keep an eye out for this band. I really enjoyed this song. I hope you do too. Let's take a listen.
All right, Dave, that was a fair amount of new songs. Now, not as much as last week. So what do you think about these tracks? Fair amount, just like last week. Uh, the story so far, that one stood out. I've been waiting for that for a while. Uh, didn't let me down. Right. So looking forward to what comes next. There was no album, I don't think, announced with it. No, I don't think uh, so. They they will be playing December 1st in Columbus. I might have to go see that. Nice. Canuclepook. <laughs> Canuclepook, uh, yep. <laughs> they released another one, Double Helix. Uh, I liked it a lot, too. I like both our tracks so far. Their yeah. last album was horrendous. So I hope this turns it around. I didn't think it was horrendous. I liked it, but I still have a little bit of resentment towards them for the whole Jared Alonji thing. Yeah. That's yeah, they, why they, I only call them Canuclepook. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Veil of Maya impressed yeah. me. Yeah. I thought that was great. The, the cleans are really, really great. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I wonder if this is either continuing. I think they started that a little while back, if I'm not mistaken. But mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to check out their pre-order options now because I really like that track. Yeah, that's when I've been on repeat. Um, as far as other songs, um, Circuit Survive released another boring song. <laughs> uh, I knew you were going to say that. Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> well, I can say... I understand mm -hmm. compared to a lot of the other things that it can be yeah. tough sometimes. It's a very... I feel like I wouldn't be as big of a hater if they weren't cracked up as much as they are. Oh, like, I feel sure, like sure. If, they, if people didn't go crazy for Circus Survive and I just, I don't, I don't see it. Right. Or hear it, I should say. No, that makes sense. And yeah, then we, you know, played a small amount of the new Fall Out Boy track. Obviously, they have a lot of work to do. And we probably won't play very many more of the tracks, but if they really did throw away most of that album and start from scratch, then that's good. But there was something about that track where even though it was the best out of the, I think it's three or four that were released, yeah. it seemed really, really rushed. And I thought that's what they were trying to not do. And then even yeah, the rushed. chorus, yeah, it sounds really rushed. And I, I don't know, it's kind of strange to me, but whatever. We can talk about them some other time. Yeah. But I like Guar, but I'm also a fan of Guar. Okay. So I thought that uh, was pretty funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> I also really, really like the new August Burns Red. That one um, caught me off guard a little bit too, I will say. Yeah, I'm really interested to see the direction that they take with the new album. I also loved... My Children, My Bride. I thought that was fucking okay. great. And then Lionheart was really fucking fun. Yeah, I didn't, that one was uh, that one caught me off guard maybe more than any of them. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know what it is, but I have listened to that multiple times. Also, another one I've listened to multiple times, My Ticket Home with Hyper Real. Yeah, they're going a different direction. Super different direction. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was going to save this for later, but I've actually heard the new album. And it is a lot like that, and I fucking love it. I'm pretty sure they're from Ohio as well. They are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a music video they, they host in the, the Mansfield Reformatory Prison. Oh, really? Okay. Um, it's one of the most, most popular songs, probably. The most, uh, it has a music video with it. Yeah, that's like 30 minutes from my house. I've taken a tour of that prison a couple times. They have changed so much yeah. throughout their careers. But this is a really good direction for them, I think. And I think people are really, really going to enjoy this album. So if you can, go look up pre-order stuff because this is definitely going to be worth your time. Yeah, for sure. I really like this one. And I guess lastly, what I also want to mention 
is Outline and Color are back. And they have their original vocalist from that first EP. And this looks to be the lineup that Jackson and I saw when we went to So What. So I am oh, yeah. really looking forward to hearing even more new music. They had three brand new tracks out and like no one knew about it. They just all of a sudden just did a quick announcement on Facebook. Like, hey, go on iTunes and see our three tracks. They didn't make a YouTube video. They didn't do huh. anything. They're just like, here they are. I would say their primary outlet is Facebook more than anything else, which is different for that band. Yeah, but normally when a band puts tracks out, they'll at least do a YouTube video to get more attention. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, nothing. So I love Outlining Color. Skaggs is amazing. So I'm looking forward to whatever they're doing now. Yeah, um, looking forward to it. I'm just happy they have a set lineup right now. Yeah, I think that's been their tough part for sure. And then really lastly, West Hand. I really, really like that track from a new band that I've really never got a chance to listen to. And then to have Mark from Vesta Collide. I think everyone who listens to the show knows how much I love Vesta Collide. Yeah, what genre would you put that song under? It was a pretty tricky tricky one to pinpoint. It was because sometimes it seemed like there was a little bit of like new metal rap core almost. Uh-huh. And then it was straight up beat down, breakdown, metal yeah. core, hardcore. Yeah, that's why I think they were pretty interesting. So I'm looking forward to hearing new music because I think they're a relatively smaller band. Yeah. And that was it for the songs then, right? Yeah, we're all good. That was a lot, man. I'm still looking forward to that alt press clip you were going to play. Well, I think you have to be a little bit more specific. What happened with alt press? Oh, you know, the stuff with the stuff. Oh, the stuff in the things. Yes. Ah, I got you. Yeah, you know what? You promised us the stuff. I did, you know, I promised. But I think we did so much in this section. I think we got to push it off to the next one. I think we got to do it. I think it's very apropos to do it during our favorite part of the show. Come on, let's get to reviews. It is album review time, and holy fucking shit, Dave, we have a ton to go over. Yeah, there's a whole bunch here. And that's without doing Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah, we're skipped out. Because guess what, Dave? Everyone knows about Foo Fighters, so why would we talk about them? No need for that. No. So let's start out right away with nothing more, the stories we tell ourselves on 11.7 Music Group, and maybe even something else, I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's 11.7 Music Group. They are a San Antonio band, so it's very hard for me to say anything bad about them. (laughs) That's the first thing. (laughs) Second, I would call them rock, metal, radio rock, new metal, prog rock. They are all over the place, I think, on this album. Oh, everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. And you know what? This album, to me, was very under the radar because I really didn't get a chance to hear any of the singles. No, I didn't hear any of them. I only found out about it through um, some... I saw a guy on uh, Facebook post. He had the album a day early. Yeah. And I'm like, there were, I didn't see this one and uh, looked into it a little bit. Yeah, man. And what I couldn't believe was this is their fifth album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. They've been around since like 2003. Now, they have had a lot of members, you know, change and they've had like 
three lead vocalists, and this is their fourth. Okay. So it's been a lot of, I don't know if it's turmoil, but there's definitely been a lot of turnover. We can say that for yeah. sure. Yeah. This guy, he, they had a live show during the All Press Awards. I'm not sure if you bothered with that. I did not. But this guy, <laughs> don't watch it because it gives you a different view on the, the lead vocalist. It was really, really weird of a performance. Some people liked it. I didn't. I don't mind weird. I honestly don't right. mind weird. That's fine. But I was actually pretty surprised with this album. Like I didn't think mm-hmm. I was going to like this at all because the only time I've heard nothing more is when I'm traveling around, you know, traveling around the country listening to the radio because, you know, I think people know I really love making fun of regular radio. So when I have the <laughs> chance to do that in other states, I do, and I hear nothing more, and I'm just like, oh, I guess that's the kind of band they are. But I thought this album was really good. Yeah, I was impressed by it, especially for like a last-minute find. I, yeah. Uh, I'm not, this is one of my favorites. Yeah, and I actually... It's kind of funny that you mentioned it. I have it written down, plenty of weirdness in this yep. album. It's catchy. I think they rely on some strange electronics from time to time. You know, see the song ripping me apart. But I think what they also do is they have an excellent variety where each song does not sound like the other. It's really different in the way they make things sound. They even yeah. have an acoustic track, which I would not have pegged them to. No, and listening through the album, it flows very well, but it also changes very, very well at the same time. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah, man, it's 18 tracks, so you know there's some filler, but yeah. you just skip the filler, and you get to the next thing, and it's, it's relatively fine. But man, I really like this. I was on the fence, just like I said, but I enjoyed this album so much that I'm actually going to see them live now because of hearing this album. Okay. Have you looked up uh, their touring right now? Or Yeah, they're actually touring right now with My Ticket Home, which oh, sweet. I was going to see My Ticket Home anyways, but I was going to leave before Nothing More came <laughs> on because yeah. like, hey, I got plenty of shit to do. But mm-hmm. now that I've heard this, I'm going to stay. And then also on that tour is Palisades, who I like as well. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So just because of hearing this album, I am going to now stay for this set. Sounds good. Anything else you can think of for this album? Uh, The track I would pick would be uh, track four, Let Em Burn. You got it. So once again, that's nothing more the stories we tell ourselves on 11.7 Music Group. Next up, and now I do not know how to pronounce this band's oh, name. This is, yeah, this is rough. It's S apostrophe E-F-F-O-R-C-E-R. So it's like Seforcer. Yeah, Seforcer, yeah. I guess is how you would say it. They have an album called Survive, Discover, but it's got a bunch of weird lines and symbols 
<laughs> they're they're challenging you to find this album, basically. They really are. And look, <laughs> I gotta look. It's an independent release. Let's at least say that. Okay. But it was really funny because I was like, I hope there's a story behind this, but I don't know what it is. But I actually found this album from a hater out there. His name is James. He's a loyal fan of the show. And I saw him gush over this album. And that's why I wanted to take a listen to it because I hadn't heard anything about it. And it is an independent release. This is their debut album. And I was just like, what the fuck are they doing (laughs) with all these random symbols? Because it can't help them. I hope there's a story behind it. But I don't know why you would make it difficult for people to find your shit. No, I I question that with a couple. But maybe we question it so, so much that it makes it makes you look it up. Maybe that is possible. And look, that's really the only shit I'm going to give them. Because I really enjoy this album. This is a metal slash progressive metal band. And for mm-hmm. a debut album, especially one that's independently released. So good. Yeah. yeah. And really well produced too. I was going to mention that. That does not sound like a debut album or an independent release. Right? Yeah, man. I was very, very impressed. I'm very Even glad. Even the artwork. Yeah, the artwork's really good, too. Really? And that's coming from you, who's an artist, as well. Yeah, I try to be. <laughs> I think so. I am, We'll talk about more of the uh, contests and stuff later on. But okay. I'm glad you brought up the artwork because I really like that, too. But yeah, it is so well produced. I was extremely surprised that this is a debut album from an independent band. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, for me, for sure. I didn't know about this band until you told me about it. Yeah, and I didn't know until James had it out for everyone to see it. So Thanks, James. (laughs) Absolutely, man. And look, I was a big fan of the drumming. I was a big fan of the vocals. The vocals are really that right kind of harsh, and you're really able to hold that note for a significant amount of time. I'll tell you this, too. And maybe this is what they were going for, but I hear some Silent Planet in there as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some spoken word. Like, this is a hard-hitting, great debut album. For sure. It tiptoes a lot. Like, they don't want to go deathcore. They don't want to go post-hardcore. They fit this really, really good mold. Yeah, man. What a great debut album, for sure. So, do you have a track you'd like me to try? Um, My favorite track off this is one I can't pronounce. It's track five. I'm going to go with Die Book. Die Book is actually pretty good. I'm sure that might be it, actually. <laughs> Let's I'm try it out. That's what I'm going with. Let's try it out. So once again, that's Sephorcer, maybe, S apostrophe E-F-F-O-R-C-E-R. And their album is called Survive Discover, with some symbols in it. And it is an independent release. Yeah, go check that one out. Next up, a far departure from that last album. This is 
Hot Water Music, Light It Up on Rise Records. This is a veteran band. They've been around since 1993 at least. It is rock slash punk. And I don't know, Dave, what do you think about this? Uh, I would not say this was my favorite. I would say I got bored fast, like track four fast. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little tough. And I don't want to just be like, oh, well, you know, this is different. So this isn't why this doesn't, you know, this isn't why it doesn't connect. But there is something about it. I don't know. It's very raspy vocals. You have to like Mm -hmm. that. It's bluesy. You know, it's got that old school, you know, rock punk feel. It's not a bad album. It's just it didn't connect to me on like any level whatsoever. And for them to be around this long, I can make the guess right now that even not knowing their music that much, that any longtime fan of Hot Water Music isn't going to have this album as anywhere near their favorite. No, there's no way. And I'm not sure this is the kind of album that brings in new fans either. No, it didn't bring me in. Unfortunately not. I really did want to like it, but it just did not connect. So I don't really have that much more to say. Did it really? Being on Rise. Yeah, being on Rise, I feel like it. you can't just put out a bad album on a a bigger label like that. I mean, I don't know. I kind of was looking forward to it. Uh, Some people I heard talking about it, and I, I had no idea what they even sounded like. So... I, I dove into this one, and then I dove into their older stuff. None of it really clicked with me, but this one's definitely not their best work. Right. Yeah, it's been a while, been a while since I've listened <laughs> to Hot Water Music, so this was, you know, a refresher. But yeah, it just, like I said, it's not bad. It just didn't connect to me. You have to like the style of music. So just know that's kind of the style. So let's play Sympathizer to kind of give you an idea. All right. So once again, that's Hot Water Music, Light It Up on Rise Records. Next up, we have I the Dreamer, Shadow Hearts EP on Standby Records. Just keep in mind, this is not to be confused with I the Mighty, I the Breather, (laughs) I the Enemy, and so on and so on. This is a UK post-hardcore band. This is their debut EP. It's quick. It's five tracks. I do really like this style of post-hardcore. It is actually one of my favorites. The only issue that I really have with this, though, is I don't think they separated themselves from the pack here. Not at all. I liked it, but I, I wouldn't say it separated itself enough. Did you find it weird that this kind of resembles early secrets, even with the album artwork? And they have a title track called, uh, well, the number one song is Rise, which is a record label. And three is called Fearless, another record label. Yes. I just, I thought that was kind of strange. No, I did pick up on that as well. I was trying to think of all the bands that they sound Uh like, because unfortunately they really didn't do anything that new here. But I don't want to put it down because this is a new band 
that I really hope continues. And now I know their name, so I know that I like what they're doing, and I hope that I'll like what they do in the future. I like the vocals. Like, I like all those different high and low uncleans, the clean vocals with the high falsettos. The uncleans are definitely the highlight of this album, at least for me. Yeah, I would say for me too. Yeah, sometimes the clean vocals got a little bit, I don't know how you say like unpassionate or like yeah, emotionless. It kinda... Yeah, it was yeah. a little bit strange, but I don't want people to not listen to them because I still think it is worth taking a listen. It's just also, this is a very quick EP too. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth your time. I mean, it's not really technically always a bad thing to sound like Fragile Figures, uh, the Secrets album, but I mean... It's worth it. I mean, some people are missing that type of music. It's kind of hard, harder to run by now if you're just now getting into this type of scene music. So they can enjoy this. Yeah, it's true. No, it's very true. So give it a chance. Just know this is certainly not a game changer by any means. I don't think they were going to change the game either. I don't think that was their goal. It just seems like almost a throwback, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, definitely. Throwback to like 2011. And I'm actually going to say something similar for a different band. But I actually prefer this throwback now, so I'll leave it at that for right now. So why don't we try Rise to give people a little taste? All right. So once again, that's I the Dreamer, Shadow Hearts EP on Standby Records. Now we've got Neck of the Woods with Passenger on Basic Records. This is a Canadian progressive metal, but really, it's pretty all over the fucking place. So I wouldn't say necessarily it's just progressive metal, but it's their debut full-length album. It's nine tracks with one filler, but it still counts as a full-length, not an EP. What do you think, Dave? Um, this one I didn't much care for just because this uh, this style wasn't really up my alley, but I wouldn't say it was bad. Someone who really is in the heavier, like, constantly heavy music, um, they would really enjoy this. I, I wanted a little more variety. I just didn't get it. The only thing I don't completely understand is I think this had a lot of variety in it. It just didn't have a lot oh. of variety in vocal style. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I meant. Yeah, because I would say... They had riffs, they had solos, they had chugs, they had melody, they had breakdown. They had everything you would want from a progressive metal band that also kind of switched genres to metalcore and black metal and, you know, like all over the place kind of stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. their unclean vocals, because they didn't even have any clean vocals, uh-uh. the unclean vocals really stayed put. And if you like that, then I think you're really going to enjoy this album a lot. I think the big thing for me was, hey, they really did throw a lot of variety into this, which I did enjoy. But yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would continually listen to this either, but I would definitely go see them live because I think they're really talented. Yeah, would you say maybe listeners of like Make Them Suffer would really enjoy this one? 
No. You don't think so, huh? No, because I fucking love Make Them Suffer. And you enjoy this? Yeah, I... As, you don't like this as much, or... I don't think that this band even is close to Make Them Suffer. Make Them Suffer to me, I, I fucking like love. If you wanted a heavier Make Them Suffer, I feel like you'd like this. That's what I think I'm trying to say. I guess in the progressive metal sense. Yeah. In the way they switch tempos and everything. But I mean, even then, there's still lots of progressive metal bands that sound similar too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. But when you just said that, though, it definitely did not make any sense to me. <laughs> so maybe I got to give it some time. But Make Them Suffer to me is on like a completely different level. They're a top level one for you, huh? Yeah, Make Them Suffer is big time. That's still one of my favorite albums of 2017. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, I'm a huge fan. But anyways, I liked what they did in this album. It may not be something I would completely revisit over and over again. But I know their name. I know they're talented. I think people should give it a listen. See if this is up your alley. And just know they put a lot of variety into this you know, metal scene. Yeah, I, I mean, you could check this out if you like, like a heavier music like we've been talking about. You could really enjoy this. Exactly. So why don't we take a listen to White Coats? So once again, that's Neck of the Woods, Passenger on Basic Records. Next up, we have The Contortionist with Clairvoyant on E1 Music. This is a progressive metal band. There are nine tracks. The first track is basically a full instrumental. This is their fourth full-length album. And like a band we're going to talk about next, actually, they've gone through a lot of vocal changes and their sound is extremely different from what it originally was. There are no unclean vocals now. They used to be more in that like black metal area. Yeah. And now they're pretty much full progressive experimental metal. They're very good at setting an atmospheric mood uh, for sure. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, yeah. Melodies galore in the vocals and in pretty much everything else. I think this is a good chill out album that still has a kick obviously they're very talented but my issue is i think a lot of this really blended together and they are super long songs so oh my gosh yeah yeah you have to add all of that up to you've got long songs that sound similar that it's very difficult to tell which track is which it's just very tough to get into you have nine songs that are so it's 54 minutes Right. It's long. <laughs> it is very long. <laughs> and look, I like that a lot when I really get into the artist. But with this, I was like, sure, I could have this on in the background. But would I really, really listen to this over and over again? And would I go see this band live to hear this live? And I'm just not sure that I would. No, there was enough energy, I think. I mean, I just didn't feel like, like you said, it'd be good background music or noise rather than 
me listening to it when I'm at work. I just I didn't really like it. And it's not taking away from their talent. Obviously, no. these guys are super talented, no doubt about it. But I think you have to be either in the right mood for this or this type of progressive metal needs to be your thing. Yeah. Um, I would think I was more let down just because I this was posted everywhere in like DGD forums about the Contortionist album. I'm like, okay, I'll check this out. It, the, these are DGD fans. I like that. So, And then I played it, and I have no idea how they compare them to. Um, <laughs> well, because it's, so let down. it's progressive metal. Oh, man, it's so boring. I was just so <laughs> bored. That's what you have to understand is progressive metalheads stay together. Sure do. I used to have a friend who we would go to metalcore shows and screamo shows and all this kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden he got into progressive metal. That is all he listens to and the only shows he will go to. <laughs> I have a friend like that. We always pick on him. We call we don't even call it progressive metal anymore. We call it Lewis Core. <laughs> all right, wait. Is his name Core? <laughs> gotcha. There you go. Very nice. Now, it's just... It's one of those things where there are some progressive metal bands that I really enjoy, and then there are other ones that I'm like, okay, super talented, would put on in the background, but I could never imagine going to see them live because what do you do? You just stand there, and you watch them and go, wow, they're really good at guitar, and this atmosphere, I mean, what, do you, what can you say about it? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what you do. Yeah. I'm going to buy a shirt, and I'm going to go home now. Thanks. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to hang out here, like, drink some coffee. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird yeah. thing for me. But if this is your thing, then go to it because I think you're really going to like this album. But let's give people a taste with Reimagined. So once again, that's the contortionist clairvoyant on E1 Music. Next up, we have ThatNet with ThatNet on New Damage Records. <laughs> it's a self-titled album, obviously. This is their debut album as well as ThatNet because they used to be called ThatNet Viscar <laughs> and they used to only do black metal or post-black metal. So very similar to what we just mentioned with the contortionists. This is now completely different. Now they're progressive alternative rock or post hardcore or a little, you know, progressive metal too. You know, I don't even really know anymore. <laughs> it's just too many genres now, <laughs> which I like. I like yeah. when you can't put a band into one genre. Uh, this is their new vocalist as well. He used to be the bassist or he's still the bassist. And he does all the lead vocals. I think he does a really good job with the high range and soaring vocals. This is eight tracks. Once again, though, these tracks are pretty long, you know, from time to time. Mm -hmm. And I think they change the mood a lot. Atmospheric sometimes to harder alternative. Like, it's a very strange mix that they do. 
but I think they do a really great job of setting that mood. Really great guitar work, great soloing. And yeah, man, I really enjoyed this. It's just extremely different than what they used to be. They've completely changed the band. Yeah, this is definitely different than what you say they did. They did black like metal, a, basically. Like a yeah. death metal or <laughs> yeah. black metal. Okay, so yeah, it's nothing like that. I mean, I could. there's some standouts to me on this album. Um, like I, Almost kind of like the last one I played it in the background more than anything. I never really got hooked in. Gotcha. But... I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way and say it's bad and completely dump on the album, but there are some standouts. Yeah, yeah, I can understand it's not everyone's thing for sure. But no, I really enjoyed this. I thought this was on the, you know, that harder alternative edge where you could, you could almost see it being played on the radio from time to time, but they also really have some great vocals. So I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing how much more they do, you know, especially that next album to see what direction they take. Yeah, I feel like this is a good like a step into another genre. That is a possibility. That's absolutely a possibility. So why don't we take a listen to Funeral and let people kind of get an idea for themselves. So once again, that's VatNet with their self-titled release on New Damage Records. Oh man, we are trucking through these. Yes, we are. Here's a quick one. We got Emerosa with 131 Reimagined EP. This is on Hopeless Records. It's four tracks. And really, man, I don't have a fuck ton to say about this because we already know Bradley has a great voice. We already know he's a great vocalist. This EP seemed to be, let's just show people that he's a great vocalist, but we already know that. Like, each track yeah. of the four tracks is him being focused on with varying electronics and pianos behind him. Yeah, basically the only thing I had to say to this one would just stop it. <laughs> You're taking people's money. I didn't like it. Yeah, I really do hope that no one bought this. I don't know how anyone could say this was worth any money. Like, I know what they were trying to do, but this should have been like, hey, if we're going to do a deluxe edition of the album, we're going to do a few new songs and then add these on. But other than that, yeah. I, you know, maybe there's a backstory that we don't know about. But to me, this isn't my style. No. Yeah, I want rock music. I want passion I want, you know, I want passion in my lyrics. I want drum beats in the background. Like, I went ahead and I listened to some of 131 again after listening to this. And I was like, I would never, ever listen to this again. No. If, if you're going to do a reimagined or whatever you want to call it, um, I, the Mighty, did it right with their oil and water oh, imagined. Sure. Mm -hmm. They changed the genre of each one of those songs. Like, completely different. Um, that If you're going to do a reimagined... Take note from I the Mighty. It'll help you. Yeah, honestly, this isn't really worth anyone's time, and I'm not going to play any of it. No. <laughs> 
why is my question why it's like sleep medicine man and only four tracks of that too and there weren't the, i didn't even like the originals of those ones on the album they weren't my standout ones oh i mean look i still like them and i still like, I one, like them, one. But, yeah i think it's yeah. a great album i think they're great live i'm not even saying anything bad about them it was just like why do this yeah i agree next up we have seaway vacation on pure noise records this is Canadian pop punk. And guess what, guys? It seems like my tone has changed because I didn't like Amorosa and I do not like this. Not even a bit. I think there's two decent songs. Um, other than that, another pop punk album letting me down this year. Maybe we'll actually get a discussion out of that because I'm a little surprised at that statement. What I would uh-huh. say for this one is I say they have one okay track, if anything. Oh, one? Yeah, Which just, one do you get? Just Which one, one do you think? I would say for me, I would say 40 over. Okay. That was my one. Do you remember the two that you were thinking of? Uh, my two were one of the singles, and the other song was uh, Curse Me Out. Oh. So track one and six. Oh, Curse Me Out. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal. I'll tell people, because this isn't just like a, hey, we hate pop punk, because we certainly don't. We talk about pop punk a lot on this show. But this to me was like, some 41 good charlotte and bowling for soup and there were many things i thought but the first thing i thought right away was this was a summer album that didn't come out in the summer but when i say summer <laughs> i also mean the summer of fucking 1998 yeah <laughs> this is one of those pop punk bands that never either never grew up or want to do some type of a throwback to those early times like if I heard Seaway back when I was that young, I would fucking love them probably. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd be like, wow, I can't wait till this is on the next American Pie soundtrack. <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> really? It's very true. Like, this is one of those bands, one of those pop punk bands anyways, that tells a story while they're singing. So mm-hmm. it's like, I went up to this girl and she said this and I did this and oh man, like I can't stand it. I can't and then I turned off the album. Yeah, I really wanted to. I, you know, I did the service I was supposed to and I listened all the way through. But holy shit, man, there are just too many good pop punk bands to listen to without giving this one anything. And I know we're being harsh, but when you listen to as much music as we do, you know what's good and bad in your taste, and this is just something that I do not like. No, I agree more. I couldn't agree more. So let's just go back really quick, though. So <laughs> what other pop punk bands let you down this year? This year, I will say. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it. The Neck Deep let me down. Really? Wow. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm going to say I expected. I, I think Life's Not Out to Get You was so good. Mm-hmm that they couldn't top it for me. Like, this new album wasn't as dark as the last one. Like, the song Serpents, for example. I love that song. This album, the Neck Deep album, we just kind of felt... I want to create a word here. I'm going to call, call it sissified. It's just sissy music <laughs> for a minute. I don't like it. I didn't see it that way. But I guess I understand. I guess I can say, <laughs> wow, it hurts to laugh. Is there anyone else on that list of people that let you down? Oh, I'm sure because I if when they let me down, I erased the album. Oh, uh, name me another <laughs> name me another pop punk one that came out this year. Broadside. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it let me down. Really? 
Damn, man. Friend of the show. No, I look, I understand. Everyone's got their taste. I really like that album, though. Yeah, it just, it was, I think I just liked the, just like Neck Deep, I liked the the previous album so much. It, hey, it's hard to, you know, especially with sophomore albums and stuff sometimes, it's very difficult to outdo, you know, what you fell in love with. Yeah, do you have a top favorite pop punk band? Of all time? Or are you talking about album this year? With They've released something within three years. Whew, I don't know. That's tough. I am a big Broadside fan. Okay. And I listen to a lot of pop punk bands. I don't know. Would I call Bayside pop punk? I don't know. Maybe. It's close. It's close. close. I don't know, but I I mean, I like Real Friends a lot. I like Neck Deep a lot. You know, all the big Canuckle Pook. All the big, Uh you know, pop punk bands I do like. Okay. But I don't know if I can say someone distinctly is the best out there right now at least okay yeah that's a good question Uh, though i'm gonna have to think about that more all right i just know i don't like this album that's all yeah (laughs) and look there are gonna be plenty of people that like that kind of throwback pop punk that are gonna fucking love this and that's great like go ahead but i just really really didn't like i got mad listening to this album (laughs) i just i really did i don't know why i just did (laughs) So we have to kind of show people what we're talking about. So okay. do you have any track that you think should play? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. It really just pick one of them. I, just <laughs> I guess. All right. Let's go with let's go with neurotic then. Okay. Here we go. So once again, that Seaway vacation on Pure Noise Records. Wow. Last up, we have Zoom or Zume. Not exactly <laughs> sure how you say it. Once again, it's Z-O-U-M-E with the Diablo Project EP. This is an independent release, five tracks, so it's pretty quick. I would say they're metalcore slash hardcore. What would you think, Dave? Well, last week we saved the best for last, and this week happened again. This is my favorite release of the the week. For you. For me, it is. (laughs) For sure. It it was pretty quick. By track two, I decided. (laughs) Oh, okay. Wow. Damn. So what do you like about it? I was really impressed. Everything. Uh, It was was post-hardcore, but it strayed far enough from deathcore. It had a really good clean vocals. I like the melody a lot in every song. I feel like you could sing along to this song, all most of these songs too. Did we listen to the same EP? That's it, man. Did you look up Zoom Z O O M? Is it something completely different that I had no idea about? <laughs> I'm not saying this is bad because I'm definitely not saying it, but I didn't get any of the things that you got from this. No way. For me, I heard anger and I heard chaos. Yeah. Uh huh. That's it. I didn't hear melody. I don't think anyone could sing along with any 
of this whatsoever. No way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm lost after listening to so much music that this one just got the end of it. But I didn't hear that for sure. And look, I will say, you know, the reason why we know about this is because our producer, Ty, gave it to us and said, hey, you know, tell everyone what you think about this. He's not a fan of this. He okay. hates this, I think, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I certainly don't hate it. I like it, but I just didn't see the things that you did. And I'm not exactly I, sure why. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. I think I'm, I might listen to this after Seaway. Maybe that was my problem. That might have been it. That absolutely might. I would love anything after listening to I needed to something to rescue me. <laughs> Look, I went and I picked up a copy of Gossip. That's how much I was just like, I fucking hate this. But no, no, no. I don't hate this for sure. I just, maybe I got it. I mean, I already listened to it multiple times. I just didn't hear what you heard. I heard anger. I heard chaos. And I heard quickness because it was gone in a flash. So their name is out there now. And I'm happy about that because I want to hear more from them. So I definitely, it's not like I want to hear less. I want to hear more. But I just didn't hear that impact, I guess, that you did. I, I really do think it was after I listened to Seaway album. I'm not even making that up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, maybe that is the trick for everyone then, is anytime you want to like an album, listen to Seaway first and then listen yep. to the next one. I almost feel bad for the guys in Seaway. That <laughs> 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 that's our new... Our new bar. The bar is lowered so much, and the bar's name is oh. Seaway. Oh, dude, just listen to Seaway before you listen to this album. You'll appreciate it way more. We can just add Seaway to the list of bands that we constantly make fun of on the show. <laughs> if anything, that should be a year-end tradition that we have, yep. where we're just like, okay, what bands got the most hate, and most like fun hate? For yeah. making fun of the stupid things that they did and their terrible music. So that makes total sense. We should definitely do that. Yeah. Being as an ocean, watch out. That's for you. Still not completely <laughs> from me, but I, I understand. It's really funny, actually, by the way. If you want to laugh a little bit, you should go to any Being as an Ocean post on Facebook where they right. talk about the album and just look at the dichotomy of people who are like, what the fuck? This was a terrible <laughs> album, you know, how dare you, all this kind of shit. And then other people going, this is the greatest fucking album of all time. I can't believe you outdid yourself. Like, I literally read through and I wasn't angry. I was just laughing the whole time. Yeah. Because obviously, for people that don't know, we went through it almost track by track last week. Yeah. And people were like, you don't understand. You have to listen to this front to back. There's a reason why there are all these filler tracks and all these instrumentals. It's it's made to be an art piece. You got I'm just laughing my ass off. I'm like, you guys, it's great that you love something like this. But most people that have ears and an understanding of the music industry know that this yeah. is not what it could have been. Yeah. A year lead up to it and you get that. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, what a great review we're doing for Zoom. Uh-huh. Go Zoom. <laughs> Go Zoom. Actually, that should be their whole motto. Go Zoom. Yeah. But yeah, man, look, <laughs> I absolutely liked it. I certainly didn't hate it. I just wasn't as attached to it as you were, I guess. But I would say at least people should go ahead and listen. I now know their name. I don't know how to say their name, probably. 
but I do know their name. So anytime I see this come up, I'm going to hope that there's new music because I think this was a good, quick stamp to say, hey, this is what we do. This is who we are. And then later on, hopefully there'll be more stuff that I can really latch on to. Hope so. So since this is your favorite album of 2017. Oh, what, easy. <laughs> <laughs> what track would you like me to play? Diablo. Was that a joke because that's not a song? No, man, it's a song. Not on the EP, it's not. <laughs> Dude, I swear I'm looking at it right now. The Diablo Project has five tracks, correct? Uh, Because you heard me say five multiple times. Yeah. Right? There's not... Xanax, Freak, Enigma, Scumbag, and Anger Issues. Not even joking, man. We're listening to two different albums. What? Swear. This not is nuts. All right. So, wait. Tell me the deal, then. This one says 2017. I don't know what to tell you, man. We're listening to two different albums. It's spelled the same. Everything's the same. You definitely listened to the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) Ow, that hurt. You listened to Prophecy. You you want to know something else, though? Last week, my Apple Music, when I said the Straight from the Path sounded like um, another band. Yeah. My Apple Music put their, their songs in that album. What the fuck? It took, straight, it took Straight From The Path songs, put it in that album with the Straight From The Path artwork, along with a pop punk band that I downloaded last week. So this one, because Prophecy, when I look it up, it says it comes out 26, 2016. When I'm downloading it right now, it says 2017. And it's new. Well, this is a good warning for everyone out there who's listening. And this is actually really fucking funny. For the Diablo Project, the... EP before that is Prophecy. So you listened to the wrong EP. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed the wrong EP. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here you go. Everyone just listen to Zoom or Zoom A. I don't think it's Zoom A because I think there'd be that like whatever whatever they call that. But yeah, there you go. So (laughs) I listened to an EP. Dave listened to another EP. Either way, we say take a listen to this band. Don't listen to Ty. Even though I do trust Ty on a lot of things, sometimes he gets annoyed by the same music, you know, in his scene. And <laughs> he, he's not a fan. But I would say take a listen. Why don't, though, because we want to promote their new EP. Okay. <laughs> let's go ahead and listen to Scumbag off the Diablo Project. Once again, that Zoom, hopefully, with the Diablo Project and Prophecy, and it is independently released. Dave, we did it. We made it through all those albums. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, I'm sweating after that one. Me too, man. It's fucking hot. It's it's hot in this room. It really is. All right. Well, look, next album's coming up probably tomorrow, 922. We've got... Circus Survive, K 
Counterparts, Cradle of Filth, Enter Shikari, Frank Iero and the Patients, Mastodon, Sleeping with Sirens, The <laughs> Bronx, The Eulogy, and The Movie Life, because apparently we had to put all the thes together. So once <laughs> again, this is subject to change. I swear to you, Dave, you and I do not have enough free time to review all those albums. There's no, no fucking way. No, there's there's like two or three on that list. They're, they need to watch out because um, I'm feeling a pretty bad review coming up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about that. But hey, we'll let the audience out there guess what albums we could be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to move on. Those were our last albums. So how about the All right, Dave, press? I know what you're going to say. You're going to ask about all press. I just think because we're so tired from talking about all the albums, I think we have to push it off to the next break. If you think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous poser, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! Well, now let's move on to concert reviews. Yeah, I went to a good show, actually. Uh, Very nice. We went to uh, Fall of Troy nice. and Hail the Sun, and I left before I could see Chon. <laughs> Shoot. Um, yeah, I missed out. Um, so I've always wanted to see the Fall of Troy. It's one of those bands I've always been attached to. Sure. Um, and Hail the Sun still holds the trophy for me for the best live live. Um, performance sound wise like they sound almost better and live than what i could ever imagine awesome the fall of troy also could be the best performance like performing on stage like thomas eric's crazy he's nuts <laughs> um they they were all over the place uh didn't let me down even a little bit however i did some artwork for him nice. which was really cool i got a hookup from um andrew he's the drummer Next time they come through town, they're probably going to like uh, have me do like a flyer for them. Oh, that's awesome! And sell the show. I was let down. I could not find Thomas after the show to get him to sign my artwork. I got everyone else. Of course. I don't know where Thomas goes. It's to a dark place, I'm sure. <laughs> but couldn't find him. Till next time. Till next time. However, I did catch um, Aaron from Like Moss to Flames at the show. Uh, he was just watching. Oh, cool. And um, I walked up to him and asked a little bit about the upcoming album. Yeah. Um, supposedly that song they released is the most diverse or different than they want to put out the most different song first this time, um, okay. which is different for me. I thought I, I figured they put out maybe a good in between song, but according to him, that is the most clean or softer song they're going to release. I guess that makes sense. So it's not an entire album with just clean vocals. Yeah, even Chris said it on social media. Yeah, Chris said on social media he wanted to make a an album with more than just 12 or 10 screaming tracks. Right. Yeah, that's fine. I'm still looking yeah. forward to the album. Me too. Other than that, I mean, I didn't stay for Chon, so. Right. <laughs> I agree. I would not have either. Uh, half the people left after the fall of Troy. People were gone. I can't go watch an instrumental band. I can't do it. No, especially for a headliner on like a, especially if it was like a Sunday night, there's no way. The only reason why I would have wanted you to stay 
is so you can tell me what people do. Now, I did see Chon once before Dance I did Gavin too, Dance. actually. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it is every bit as awkward as you'd think. Yeah. No, I think Jackson and I saw them during So What? And we were just like, oh, yeah. hey, at least we can leave and go watch another band because this doesn't make any sense. No, just a whole bunch of teenagers gathered around talking about what kind of vape juice they have. Dude, that's really interesting, though. I was seriously <laughs> thinking of making Ian hates vape <laughs> juice and just talk about it and talk about it. And Chon, because they, they come Chon. together. Absolutely. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool, man. Yeah, I really was hoping to have some great stories. Since I had my surprise, you know, oral surgery last week, I actually had it on the day that I was supposed to go see Picturesque, Secrets, and Slaves. The <laughs> dentist actually said, hey, don't worry, you'll be fine to go. And there was... <laughs> No fucking way. I could have. I was in so much pain. My face was all like blown up like a fucking balloon. It was ridiculous. There was no way. Could you imagine that type of music? Every time the drum hits, every time like it would rattle in your brain. Yeah, that would not be a good time. Absolutely not. So I didn't get to go see that. I was able to give the tickets away for that. Then I was going to go see friend of the show, I Hate Heroes on their tour with Call at Home, which is now going on. It was like the second date. And I couldn't go to that one either because of my oral surgery. So I'm very pissed off about that. But by the time people hear this, I should have been able to go to the Nothing More, My Ticket Home, and Palisades show. Sounds good. Unless you scheduled any other dental (laughs) dental work. From what I know, that is not possible. So All right, no more surprises. No more, hopefully. So yeah, there's a bunch of stuff going on. I have tons of tours coming up. I know you do as well. Then we've got Friends of the Show. I Hate Heroes are on tour, like I mentioned. Convictions are on tour. The Funeral Portrait, Morning in May, and Take the Fall together on tour. Pretty much everyone's out on tour right now. Yep. You know, there was that end of summer lull after Warp Tour was over. But now everyone's getting out there because they want to do the whole push before the whole like Christmas break and all that kind of shit. And then they'll start again in the new year. Yeah, everyone's either touring or writing new music right now. So it's a pretty good time. Absolutely. All right, Ian, is it time? Alt press? Nah, I don't think so. All right. Dave, 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 it is breakdown from the past time. What do you got for me? This could make it three for three. Damn. Pressure is on. (laughs) Um, I picked a band out of New Jersey called Van Atta High. This band was a, I want to say a senior class project originally. Okay. They took off pretty big for what it should have been. Uh, they started in 2006. They released three EPs. Worst music video you'll ever watch in your life. Uh, hey, hey, I've seen Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm going to send you this music video now, too. Uh, they called it quits in 2010 after their bass, their bass player died in a car accident. Damn. Um, that sucks. So, I mean, I don't think this band ever really were formed enough or big enough to like... I don't know. I feel like a death. And they're really young too. Obviously, uh, this was a, like a high school type of band, right? Um, 
on that note, they did do a one. Sh- they came back for a show in 2012 that did sell out, which is pretty cool. They did in their hometown. Yeah, it's still cool to see. Um, the song I want to play for you would be "Close to Comfort." Will do. And by the way, I know I've heard of this band before, but yeah. I have not thought of them in forever. So good choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, man. Very nice. Three for three. You are three for three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, what do you have for me? This time, I've got Here I Come Falling. They are a metalcore band from Missouri. They actually, I think, got some pretty good notoriety with the one album they have. It's called Oh Grave, Where Is Thy Victory? And it okay. came out on Rise Records in 2008, but this is all they did. That's it, huh? Yeah, they had a lot of former members. They couldn't seem to keep everyone really together, it seems. But with their final lineup, their lead vocalist was X the Ghost Inside and the Overseer. And then on guitars, they had Daniel Alvarado, who used to play in My Children, My Bride. All right. So they did have a background. It's just I guess they never got things really moving. But this album's pretty damn good. All right. So I'm going to play A Ghost Town for a Graveyard. There you go, man. I think people are really going to enjoy Breakdown from the Past. Very good bands. Van at a high. And here I come falling. I think this worked out really well. These are definitely some good ones. It's so weird to not spend, you know, 20 minutes on Breakdown from the Past berating Jackson for not doing <laughs> it correctly. 
<laughs> just not the same. It's just not the same. It's so weird. We just end this bit with people getting two good breakdowns from the past. I'm going to have to mess up one on purpose soon. Yeah, maybe we got to start that bit. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> but for right now, I think this works pretty well. So we're all done with breakdown from the past. Guess what time it is. So I think it's time really for the alt press, right? That is absolutely right. All right, Dave, time to do that thing you do. All right, guys. Um, I need more likes, more subscribes, more follows. Free, not free stuff. I say contests are coming. There you go. I have a stack of things here ready to give away. Stay invested on what we post in the feeds. Um, it'll be on all forms of social media. Subscribe on YouTube. Do the whole do the whole bit. That's the way to do it. And look, it's very easy. Just go to the links in the description of the episode. You can follow everything there. Easy links for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, YouTube. All that stuff is there. Like I mentioned last week, we do have a Patreon patreon.com slash Ian hates. It would really be great if you could help us out. There were plenty of people before that said I should create a Patreon. And once again, it's not about the money. It's not so I can start going drinking or paying for dental work. It's so we can put this into the show. That's what I want to do. When something cool like where Speak the Truth does a pledge music where for $250, you can get Speak the Truth to take over your Instagram. I would love to do something like that for promotion for the show to get cool interaction and maybe be able to get them on the show. Like that's what that money would actually really help with to do cool things like that. So if you can, patreon.com slash Ian hates. Also, tons and tons of new great shows coming very, very soon. Ian hates movies. Ian hates conversations. Ian hates music brand new episodes you're at least getting like two a week now (laughs) so it's a ton all for free all for you so hopefully you enjoy them just do us a favor tell people you know talk to your friends who likes movies talk to your friends who likes music interviews whatever it happens to be let people know go to itunes rate us five stars i know this is the boring shit but a lot of work goes into getting these things out to getting them as professional as they are So help us out if you can. It would mean a lot. We love doing the show. We want to continue doing this stuff. Just know that this is like a fucking second job. That's how much time. time. (laughs) It takes a lot of fucking time. So if you want really cool artwork from Dave, you know, continue doing things to help the show. And maybe you'll even get more in return for helping us out. For sure. So Dave, we have come to the end of the show. What are your final words? Usually I say don't be a dick, but... I'm going to leave some advice. Oh. It's going to be Dave's advice now. Okay? (laughs) I like Um, that. All right. So I'm noticing this trend of guys rolling up their jeans so their ankles show with like their (laughs) Nike Airs. Stop doing that. I have not seen that, but okay. Oh, I'll take a picture. Oh, that's funny. All right. I like that though. Dave's advice. That's That's what we're going with now. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the alt press? All right, Dave. Where's it at? I, I know. I'm sorry. I've been teasing it a lot, but you're absolutely right. And I've been waiting two weeks to say this. I'm going to say it right now.
the writer at All Press that called me names and wrote a terrible article, I have one thing to say to him. Oh, boy. I don't very much care for him at all. So goodbye to you, You're the road.